0: You're listening to the Hippie Haven Podcast. I'm Callie, a zero-waste activist and public speaker, creator of Bestowed Essentials, our line of eco-friendly home and body products, owner of Hippie Haven, the first refill store in South Dakota, and of course, a host of this Hippie Haven Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, you can get new episodes instantly downloaded to your phone for easy listening by subscribing to this podcast on any of the major podcasting apps. The show notes and full transcript for every episode are available on my website, hippiehavenpodcast.com. You can also learn more about me on the website or by following along on Instagram at Shop. So this is my 2019 in review episode, and wow, this year has been wild. Last December 2018, I set 15 goals for myself and my business which at that time was just me and one virtual assistant, Nicole, in a brand new 500-square-foot production shop in Rapid City. I was then two years into entrepreneurship, having left the Navy one year prior, in November 2017. The business was barely breaking even. I was super stressed out and desperately craving a life with more freedom and joy in it. So my goals that I set for 2019 was, first of all, to launch Candelilla Candles before Valentine's Day. This did not happen. I actually started formulating Candelilla Candles in, oh my god, when was that? The beginning of 2018. Yeah, January 2018. And, um, Actually, got a recipe, got a ratio pretty close to perfect. I almost had it, um, but then I took off and was doing van life, and it was impossible to make candles in the van. Um, and so that's why I kind of postponed it until I had a full production shop. Um, but then it, it just kind of came to the decision as we were looking at our product line and how we wanted to scale the business that we wanted to focus on essentials, you know, hence the name bestowed essentials. We wanted to focus on necessities or, you know, things that really would help introduce and, and slowly ease people into a zero-waste lifestyle and we decided that uh, candles, no matter how eco-friendly they might have been, they weren't a necessity or an essential and it wasn't something that was worth putting time into. So, we never did launch Candelilla Candles. Um, I'm actually thinking about making a few more for myself because I just finally burned through all of my test batches. So who's not to say that there might not be limited edition, like micro batch size at one point or another, but it will never be an official Product that we'll be selling. It, it might just be something that I do for myself, and and if I have extras, maybe give them to a few certain people or put them online for a short period of time. We'll see. But um, yeah, did not accomplish that first goal for twenty nineteen. Second goal: hire a full time Bestoat Essentials operations manager by April. I did. She was amazing. Cheska, I love you. Um, Cheska's no longer the operations manager. She's actually on leave right now. Okay, I have to backtrack, though. So, uh, Cheska and a group of her friends came into the shop on February 16th of 2019. And I mentioned to them, as I had been to everybody, that I was looking uh, to hire somebody. and uh, after she and her friends bought some stuff, uh, they they left, they went out to the car and she came back in by herself um, and asked for more information about the job. And she ended up emailing me her resume that night and we emailed back and forth a little bit and some some long emails about zero waste. Um, and you know, just kind of who she was and and what she was interested in, what my vision was, what the role would be, that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, about two weeks later, she started working for me part-time. Uh, previously, Cheska was a, uh, dental assistant and she was working at a dental clinic and she gave them 30 days notice, um, that she was going to be leaving them to come work for me full-time. But in that 30 days, she was working training with me part-time. And then, so beginning of April, she started full-time and then, um, worked with me while I was still in Rapid City and then I left middle of May and she took over completely as, as running all of our Rapid City operations which at the time was all of our it was everything it was it was everything all in one role it was um, making all of our products shipping all of our online orders managing all of our wholesale accounts and running the little tiny retail shops that we had. So she had a lot on her plate, and she did that uh, from April up until November. And then beginning of December, she actually just left. She um, originally came to the U.S. from the Philippines. That's where she was born. And she is uh, back in the Philippines visiting family that she hasn't seen in a long time. And then she's going to Bali for a month for a yoga teacher training, and then a little bit more traveling around Asia. And sounds like maybe now Europe, too. She might be going to Germany, which is uh, unexpected. Uh, turn of events but yeah so she's doing that when she gets back she will be transitioning into the role of store manager of our new hippie haven store in rapid city now that we've kind of split the two entities apart as i mentioned in my last episode i was talking more about the recent changes that we've been going through um so i did hire a full-time bestowed essentials operations manager by april uh, third goal was to return to Oregon in May. Did that, spent two weeks back home. It was the first time that I'd been back to Oregon in three freaking years, so it was really, really nice to to go home and just, you know, have that sense of, of home again for a little while. And, uh, not home, but sense of something familiar, I suppose um next goal was to spend my birthday with my grandma now I didn't achieve this exactly but I don't count it as a failure either so I did end up spending I spent a month with my grandma in Northern California which was amazing as it always is that's kind of my my go-to place when I'm feeling super stressed out and just need to relax and unwind and kind of live the simple life for a little bit um so I spent a whole month with my grandma that was amazing um I was going to be there for my birthday but I actually just kind of after having been there for a month wanted a change of pace and so um I celebrated my birthday with my grandma and just a few days before my actual birthday I took off and and headed south because um, I had a lot of events and and just wanted that change of of pace um so I didn't spend the actual day with her Could have. Did celebrate my birthday. We're going to count that as a win. Drive the California coast. I did that. I drove every single inch of the California coastal highway from north to south. That was amazing. That was like a huge life bucket list item for me. And I'm really glad that I was able to cross that one off. I loved every minute of it. Like the California coast is just unbelievably beautiful, and and California is so unique and diverse, and and it's just a sight to see for sure. Um, Next goal was to spend the winter in France. This, kind of like my birthday one, I didn't exactly achieve it, but I do count it as a win. I did not spend the winter in France, um, but I did still spend an entire month, the month of October, and it was amazing. I loved it. Um... So we'll count that as as I did that one. Uh, Become conversational in French, though. That was the next goal. That one I most certainly did not. That was a failure, unfortunately. I've learned some new words. I have. I can do, like, basic, hi, how are you, my name is, where is the blah, 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 I'm from, blah, blah, blah. I can do that stuff, but I can't. You know, I can have like a kindergarten or conversation, but I wouldn't be able to talk about any sort of particular higher level subjects or anything like that. Um, so did not accomplish that one. Moving it to 2020 for sure. Um, I wanted to get 100,000 podcast downloads, and I blew that out of the water uh, less than halfway through the year, which is really exciting. We are now very, 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 very close to getting 200,000 downloads this year, so double my original goal. Um, if you are not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That'll help. Um, go back, listen to some episodes that you haven't listened to yet, if you have missed any, if you're new here. Um, yeah, that would help a lot, and then I'd reach 200,000, be double my goal, that'd be amazing. Uh, Other goal, 150,000 blog page views. We've accomplished that. Yay. Uh, (laughs) Write my first book. That did not happen. Well, okay, I wrote part of it. I did not finish it, and I did not publish it. That is also a goal that's gotten moved to 2020. Um, Doing a live TV interview, I knocked this one out of the park, in January, less than a month into the year, I did a live uh, segment on the local Rapid City news channel. It was at like 6am. Yeah, and that kind of, that actually got me more comfortable with public speaking. and, And from there, I actually decided to start doing public speaking. And then I yeah, that, that kind of took off into a whirlwind and led to like a mini workshop tour in California and um, yeah, definitely achieved that one. Um, four other goals that I had that were more vague, meet new zero waste friends. I totally did. I met so many amazing people this year. Shout out to Jamie, who now owns the Collective in Des Moines, the first zero waste store in the state of Iowa. Uh, Raylan, who hosted me in Colorado Springs. Of course, Cheska, Courtney, Hannah, and Chrissy here in Rapid City. Kelly, my assistant in Idaho. Sarah at the Zero Shop in Capitola, California. Ruth at the Sorcero in San Jose, California. Tama, Katie, Jesse, and Janelle in California. Stephanie in Wisconsin, although she now lives in Nashville. And all of the amazing friends that I've met Online, but not yet in person. Sabrina, April, Polly, Ellen, Naomi, Ashley, and Addie. Um, another one of my goals was to smile every day. <laughs> totally did not do that, but I tried my best. Put good vibes into the universe. Yes, absolutely. Um, one thing that I remained pretty consistent at this year was doing daily affirmations and... A lot of weekly and monthly intentions, monthly manifesting chats with my team, um, collective envisioning and and intention setting. Um, Yeah, I feel like I put a lot of good vibes out there and I want to definitely increase that in the next year. And then my last goal for 2019 was to love deeply. And I consider this a success as well. There was so much love in my life this year. It was so beautiful. My sisters, Brooke and Cadence, my best friends, Kelly, Alexandria, and Cheska, my grandma, my soulmate, Florent, and most importantly, myself. I really worked on loving myself this year. Um, It's been quite the healing and unparenting process, but all worth it in the end. So as you can see, there were a few goals that I didn't meet, um, but then there was a lot of stuff that I didn't anticipate, but I ended up accomplishing this year. So we opened the first zero-waste store in South Dakota. Like I mentioned, I was interviewed on live morning news. I was featured on the front page of the Rapid City Journal, which is the local newspaper. Uh, Besto Essentials had its first $10,000 revenue month, then we had our products stocked in 50 stores around the country. The uh, Store Essentials was one of the top 100 FedEx small business finalists for their 2019 small business grant contest out of 14,000 applicants. That was the updated final number. Whoa, that is like one of my proudest accomplishments in my life, actually. Um, hoping to actually win that grant next year so just wait it opens back up in February and I'm going to be applying and pestering you like crazy all over again to go vote for us so um, other accomplishments first a public speaking gig that was in Des Moines Iowa Um, and then I also ended up speaking at uh, large events in Las Vegas and in Madison Wisconsin this year definitely way out of my comfort zone, taught me a lot about myself. I visited my 30th state in the U.S., so I've been to all but the Great Lakes and Northeastern region of America. Um, I taught 10 zero-waste workshops in California, connected with dozens of people. Um, We had our first $15,000 revenue month, saw our products stocked in 100 stores around the U.S., then we moved up to Canada, not like moved, moved up, but we got our products at some stores in Canada, so that makes us officially international. Um, I saw the world's largest tree, drove the entire California coast, like I said, that was a big uh, life bucket list item for me, visited my 22nd national park, and we had our first $20,000 revenue month, became a six-figure company removed uh, over 1300 pounds of trash from american beaches and waterways and still counting that still that number is still going up lived in france for a month met my soulmate got my fifth tattoo hired my sixth employee so um there is nicole my administ- administrative assistant who's been with me since may 2018 There's Cheska, who joined in March of 2019, was our operations manager, is now going to become the store manager. Um, uh, Courtney was with us for about two months as our shipping assistant, and then she got a full-time job uh, that fit in with what her master's degree was in. And so then we've had Hannah with us um, as our, our Rapid City assistant since the end of August. And... Hannah kind of does a little bit of, of everything, production, shipping, retail store associate, event planning, um, official decorator, a lot of things. Um, Alexandria, she is helping me lead our expansion into Salem, Oregon, as we're planning to open up a store there at the very, very beginning of 2021. Um My cat is scratching the chair right next to me right now. Actually, not my cat, Cheska's cat. I'm cat-sitting while she's uh, in the Philippines, but I love her to death. Her name's Bella. If you ever come to our Rapid City store, you will see her. She's usually with me at the store. So, oh my gosh, where was I? Um, Hannah Alexandria um, for planning our Salem store. And then we've got Chrissy is our most recent hire. She is the new Bestowed Essentials production manager making all of our products. Kelly um, joined at the end of September. We've been growing really fast these last few months. Kelly is um, my community manager. She produces this podcast, runs our Hippie Haven Facebook group, um, does a lot of other work and and event planning for me as well. we tripled the Bestowed Essentials production space, we opened our new downtown Rapid City store called Hippie Haven, and then the month isn't over yet, but we are currently on track to break even profit-wise in our very first month of Hippie Haven being open in Rapid City, which is a tremendous feat for a tiny business and um such a relief that despite my constant worry and imposter syndrome, we aren't likely to fail, I hope. So, that's 2019 in review. That's that's the sum of it. Um, now, I know I did an Instagram poll, and if you follow me on Instagram, at a hippie in a van... Um, You kind of get a behind-the-scenes look at my my day-to-day life and my traveling and running my business and opening our new store and everything that I do. So if you're following me on there, then you will have been seeing me post about how I recently met the love of my life. And I did an Instagram poll asking if you guys wanted to hear that love story. And so many of you said yes. So uh, what I did was, as I was on the flight back to the U.S. from France, I actually journaled um, the story of of how we met. So I'm actually just going to read that um, so you can see that this is the, the exact same uh, long text that I sent some of my closest friends, so you'll kind of get that look at what happened. Um, But first, real fast, I wanted to mention that this episode is brought to you by Ritual, a vegan vitamin company made for skeptics by skeptics. They are obsessed with science and transparency, and you can see on their website exactly what ingredients are in their vitamins, why they chose those ingredients, what city they came from, and how much is included. They have daily multivitamins for menstruators, for postmenopause, and for prenatal. I've been taking Ritual daily for over a year, and I absolutely love them and everything that they're about, including the fact that Ritual is female-founded, with five of the seven leadership positions in the company filled by women. So you can order your first bottle with free shipping by visiting hippiehavenpodcast.com forward slash ritual. So here is the story of how I manifested and met my soulmate. So as you're well aware already I was visiting France, Marseille France for a month and my Airbnb host invited me to accompany her to a health and wellness expo called Artissima that was taking place just five minutes away from her apartment. We went there together around 11 a.m on Saturday October 19th. She then went to listen to several speeches as I explored each booth on my own. About halfway through the arena, I was walking down an aisle when my attention was completely captivated by the smile of a handsome young man selling chocolate a few yards away. I stopped and examined some of his chocolate bars as he spoke to two older women in French, though he paused for a moment to say bonjour to me. The women continued talking for several minutes, way too long for my patience to wait for his undivided attention, so I continued on throughout the event without any further interaction with him. But his sweet smile and kind eyes stayed in my mind, so after buying an apple and caramel crepe, I returned to his booth, timing my approach for a moment when there were no other customers. He began speaking to me in French, so I asked him if he spoke English, which I could tell caught him off guard momentarily, though he accommodated easily enough. We chatted for several minutes, during which time I bought a dark, dark chocolate bar. And tried to gauge his interest subtly hinting at my desire to have fun during my short stay in marseille he seemed only professionally polite though so i gave up and left to eat to eat my crepe and chocolate at the food court while there a guy i had encountered at the vegan outreach booth approached me to ask if i'd like to get drinks with him which i declined but the invitation inspired me to try again with getting the chocolate sellers attention though that inspiration waned as I neared his booth again. I hovered nearby rather creepily for several minutes, trying to work up the courage to approach during a lull in customers. Afraid of making a fool of myself, I gave up and headed for the exit, where I stopped and reminded myself that the worst he could say was no, in which case I'd never see him again, so it didn't really fucking matter. I spun back around and marched back with determination. He smiled again when he saw me, sending a warm feeling to my chest. I grabbed another chocolate bar and asked if he'd like to go out with me as he was counting my change. He immediately said yes and asked for my phone number, to which I explained that I didn't have international cell service and asked for his email instead. He entered it into my phone asking for my name and telling me his, Soron, though I had no idea how to repeat it back because he said it so fast and with such a strong French accent. Blushing with delight, I told him I'd email him, and then I quickly headed out, not wanting my excitement to be obvious. Outside the black gates of the arena, I sat down for a few minutes to type out an email, though I couldn't send it until I got back to the Wi-Fi at my Airbnb. I texted Cheska about the entire encounter, and then continuously throughout the day as I anxiously awaited his response. He finally emailed back that evening, and we set tentative plans to hang out on Monday. However, the following day, Sunday, I had such a strong urge to see him as soon as possible, so I invited him to dinner after the event ended. I was overjoyed when he said yes and spent hours, and by hours I mean all day, (laughs) showering, shaving, and trying on multiple outfits, for the occasion. When we met outside the metro station for dinner, we made eye contact from across the intersection and both started smiling instantly. Throughout the evening, I found myself surprised by how comfortable I felt in his presence. He gave me the cucumber from his dish because he doesn't like it, and then he finished the food from my bowl when I got full. Interacting with him just came so naturally, as if we'd known each other for way longer than just one day. When he walked me home after dinner, I hoped he'd kiss me goodnight in the rain, but he only kissed my cheeks like such a French gentleman. Before he went home, we decided to meet again the following morning. I felt like a kid on Christmas that night, tossing and turning as I waited anxiously for morning so that I could see him again. Little did I know yet that we wouldn't leave each other's side for the next 115 hours. As we watched movies on the couch that first morning together, I wanted so badly to hold his hand, but I didn't have the courage to reach over myself. He ended up brushing away my tears when the movie, which was Seven Pounds with Will Smith, when it made me cry, and then he traced his fingers down my arm and took my hand in his. When we left the apartment to finally get food that evening, we walked hand in hand, falling easily into step together. On the crowded metro, we leaned in to kiss, which felt as if we'd already done it a thousand times before. After dinner, I invited him to spend the night with me, which, of course, he immediately agreed to. Tuesday morning, we woke up smiling together, and I knew then that I might just fall in love with this guy. We spent most of Tuesday out in Marseille, at Le Savonnerie, the soap factory, his father's sailboat at the marina, people watching as we drank fruit juice at a cafe. One magical memory I'll never forget is when we sat near the fountain at Palais Longchamp as a street musician serenaded us with love songs, our foreheads pressed together in quiet meditation, sprinkled occasionally with soft kisses or sweet whispers. That night, he took me home to meet his mother... On Wednesday, after not getting out of bed until the late afternoon, we made our way to a vegan restaurant downtown, where we were briefly stranded during a freak flood, so the chef asked for our help chopping vegetables, which we obliged in return for free vegan food. We spent all day together in bed on Thursday, in part because of crummy weather, but mainly because time just slipped away before we even realized the entire day had passed. Friday took us to Coulon National Park, where we spent several hours in co-meditation while enjoying these stunning sea views. He had to leave early Saturday morning for his cousin's surprise birthday party in Toulouse, while I opted to stay in Marseille by myself to catch up on work I'd been neglecting all week. We reunited Sunday night in uh, in Marseille before departing Monday morning for Barcelona. Our mini trip to Barcelona didn't go quite as planned, though, because I came down with a cold, of which I've still had a lingering cough from for two months. Oh, my God. Uh, But we still made the most of it by walking around a small part of Barcelona, trying local food and visiting the famous cathedral. Late Tuesday evening, we passed by a small tattoo shop where I impulsively got a purple jellyfish on my leg a souvenir of my month on the Mediterranean coast where I saw wild jellyfish for the first time, a reminder to go with the flow as jellyfish do. And it ended up also being a subtle symbol of Florence since jellyfish were a key part of the first movie we watched together, Seven Pounds, and because of course he was with me when I got it, although I, I had already decided that I wanted a jellyfish tattoo several days before I met him. Our time together finally came to an end Wednesday morning, October 30th, when he accompanied me to the airport for a tearful goodbye, waiting and waving as I went through the security checkpoint until we couldn't see each other any longer. All year, I've been asking the universe to unite me with my soulmate when I was truly finally ready. Plus, I'd also asked for un petit romance while I was in France, and I manifested two for one when I met Florence. He is my dream come true as if he walked off the pages I wrote when setting my intentions for manifesting my soulmate at the beginning of the year. So that is um, my journal entry from October 30th as I was on the flight back to the U.S. and had just left him at the airport there in Barcelona. So, 2020. What do we have planned? We've got a shit ton of stuff planned, actually. But this episode's long enough already. In general, um, our plans in 2020 are continued growth and new products from Bestowed Essentials, community involvement and events at Hippie Haven, improved content from this Hippie Haven podcast with a clear mission and focused action steps, 15 or so in-person workshops in Colorado, doing uh, six months of van life through Canada with Florent, and finally finishing my book and launching the Zero Waste Business Alliance. So stay tuned. We've got amazing episodes scheduled ahead. I am sorry that I have been absent the last two months-ish. I hope this episode and my last episode kind of clear up everything that's been going on and how wildly hectic things have been lately but um yeah we'll be back very soon with some great new content for you if you know someone who'd enjoy the hippie haven podcast share it with them or on social media if you post on instagram don't forget to tag and follow me at hippie haven shop this episode is produced with the help of my community manager kelly who also runs our hippie haven facebook group You can support the work we do by leaving a review for the podcast in whichever app you're using to listen, or by buying us a virtual cup of coffee to keep us going. Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash hippiehaven to support the work we do with just $4. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you have a great rest of your day.